Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason. (laughs) And hey, thanks for joining us today. (laughs) Hey, you know, I I did, I guess so we were talking about that in the last podcast. I guess the X, so it's not quite, it's still Twitter. Okay. But it's, I don't know, but he's trying to change the name to X, but I guess you could still go on Twitter and then you use your same address. Yes. So that would be, for those out there, it's at uh, PTI underscore podcast. Yep. And then uh, we do have the other Facebook uh, social media page, which is... At Pardon the Intermission. There you go. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of weird. I was like, wait, is it X? I don't know what he's doing. I don't even know half. I don't think Elon knows what he's doing. (laughs) Seriously. Because, like, seriously, I I, I have a Twitter account, and I I usually use Twitter to kind of keep track of my favorite baseball team, the LA Dodgers, that I follow. Like, during game day, I'll kind of peruse through and look at their Twitter feed to see what a score update is and stuff. But as I've been perusing through Twitter off and on throughout the day, I've noticed I still see the little little blue Tweety Bird at the top. Yeah. No black X. The platform hasn't changed its look, nor has it changed its uh, its posting tools. So I'm just like, okay, mm. well, he's already said it's going to be called X. But, but when you happen? send out, when you send out, you know, a message on X, what's that's yeah. going to be? And is that going to be like, is it just going to be considered a post now? Because otherwise, you would say, oh, I tweeted it. Oh, good point. I see what you're saying. You know, so this is the point. thing I don't understand. And and somebody else talked about this and made a lot of sense. You know, he's yeah. got a lot. I mean, he had a great marketing tool with Twitter. Yeah. And I understand he wants to change it and have this one app for everything. Yeah. And call yeah. it X. Yeah. But it's like, man, that was such good uh, marketing tweet. You know, you tweet. Nobody else can say, you know, you can't say that on Facebook. I tweeted. Right. On Facebook. No, but you say, I, you know, oh, I, I sent, you know, I, I posted that tweet or I retweeted something or it was hey, a man, tweet. Hey, man, I just X'd out something here a couple of minutes ago. Check it out. It when doesn't you say sound that, good, right? People are going to be, wait, you X'd out. Does that you mean X'd. you got rid of it? You crossed yeah. it out? What does that mean? You're playing tic tac toe? Yeah, right. You're playing tic tac toe. What are you doing? Come here? on, Elon, a little help here, buddy. What does yeah. that mean? I mean, he, he's, you know, the guy's a genius. <laughs> I'm sure he's got, he's got a reason for it, but, right? but I'm like, wow, you know, he got rid of, uh, got rid of some good marketing right there. Yeah, right. I know. Maybe maybe we can buy that. I don't know. I think we can, he'll sell it at a bargain basement price. So we can get that. Uh... Yeah, no offense to us, but I highly doubt that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you and I oh, would well. only be able to like afford to buy it for like twenty bucks. Maybe so. half a letter. <laughs> half maybe a letter. Half a T. Right. Maybe maybe a quarter of a yeah. T. Hey, Elon, sell it to us for thirty dollars, and then maybe yeah. we'll get something. We'll going get the here. beak of the bird. Maybe Just the, <laughs> <laughs> the beak of the bird. I like that. Anyway, um, hey, we were talking. We wanted to talk some. Uh, uh, we actually had a show planned, but then we started talking right before the show. And I'm like, oh man, we got to talk about this. Right, right. Star Trek. What is going on with this show? Here's the deal, and I'm going to tell you where I'm coming from, yes. and then and then we'll take it from there. Because I was gonna I was gonna mention this actually because I was thinking about you because I go, you know, I wonder what Jason thinks. Yeah. I kind of I I got I got to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. This new season three, right? Season two or three? Season two. Two. Sorry. Of season strange two. New worlds. Of strange new worlds. Yes. Sorry. Let's say which one it is. Mm-hmm. Strange new worlds. Strange new worlds. Um. You know, I was excited for it. The first episode, I was like, uh, okay. Second episode eh. was good. That's the one I have problems with. Really? The, the, the Kirk one? episode. Really? The time-traveling episode, right? Oh, I uh, I thought the second episode oh, wait. was when Una Chin O'Reilly was on the trial. S- the second episode, uh, yes, was, oh, sorry. So the first one was when they went into that planet to get the security officer. What's her name? Um, Lieutenant Singh. 
okay, Lieutenant Singh. Yes. The second one, okay, so the first one I didn't think was bad. Right. The second one, uh, sorry folks out there, I'm getting everyone confused. That's all but right. I'm talking about the second episode I was like, yeah, on, because, okay. okay, the whole, you know, it's preaching at us now again, here we go, and I understand what what, what Star Trek is about, but, you know. But that it's, is it, what Star Trek is it's about. It's preaching at us about, okay, yeah, 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 blah, blah. It's, but here it is, it's a tale as old as time at this point, you know, tale as old as time. It's like we've seen, we've seen that episode so many yeah. times in so many different Star Trek shows yeah. that it's like it's nothing new. I think what I was waiting for is really something new to come out of okay. of this ep- this whole season, okay. right? Okay. Season one seemed like it went really well. It was very solid. It, it kind of came out of the gate with a bang. Yeah. Okay, so we get to get to episode two. I was like, meh. Episode three with with Captain Kirk. <laughs> the time traveling episode. The time traveling episode. Yeah. Completely, dude. I I lost it. Yeah. I lost total interest on it. <laughs> um, said at this point, I think I'm kind of done with it. I got better things to do with my time. Okay. And then now you're telling me mm-hmm. we're we're gonna get back to that episode though. Sure. By the way, I'm okay. not I'm not done with that episode. That's fine. But now you're telling me what? What are they going to do? At, is it going to be in this season at some point? It's going to be in season two. Oh, There's going gosh. to be a musical no! episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. No. Now, I don't know what the episode is titled, but on Paramount Plus, they have been running ads nonstop promoting the musical episode of Star oh Trek Strange God. New Worlds. And folks, when I mean musical, I mean musical. The entire cast and crew is going to is going to do their their best interpretation of uh whatever they're going to interpret, whether it's HMS Pinafore, whether it's I don't know, but it's going to be a musical <sighs> episode. That's exactly what I think because that is not Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek isn't a musical, folks. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? I'm really going to be curious to find out who are going to be the haters on this one. Who's going to be yep. offended by this one and accuse Star Trek of being woke for making a musical <laughs> episode? While I agree making a musical episode of Star Trek is not the greatest idea, it's also not the worst idea. But I don't understand why they're doing it, because how does this preach the ethics and the ideals of what Star Trek has preached for so many years? It's a musical episode. Guys, we don't need Rodgers and Hammerstein 25th century here. We just need Star Trek, so give it to us. Did season three, uh, Picard, Mm -hmm. uh, the Terry Metallus Picard, uh, did that have to have a musical in it? Absolutely not, <laughs> and it didn't, and it was and so it, much and it better rocked because it. it didn't. I mean, and it, it rocked it, right? Yeah, it rocked it out of the galaxy, <laughs> right? Right. No, um, I I'm disappointed. I am super disappointed about hearing this because yes. I I think they're done. I think this to me this strange new worlds is done. Let's they, see, I- that's that. I thought the Captain Kirk episode jumped the shark. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you're telling me musical. I musical. mean, they're not just jumping the shark. They're going back over the ramp like four or five times. I think they're trying to actually, you know, land in the pool with the shark and just get eaten at this point. Okay, but see now, according to IMDb, though, the IMDb would disagree with you because Star Trek uh, episode season two of Strange New Worlds is still within the top ten in IMDb's uh, Nielsen popular TV streaming show ratings. I think it's still it's ranked pretty high. Because I think it's well because five. I'll tell you why because they have a writer strike. And they got an actor strike now. Nobody's producing any new content. Well, I mean, there are content in, out there that's ready to go. Yeah, but they're probably really stretching it out now because they don't know how long the strike's going to last. 
Okay. So maybe they're not going to feed stuff like before. They're just throwing everything out at us, right? That's my, that's my guesstimation. Maybe, maybe. But the the point being, and is it hasn't that- hit people yet. I think people are still. <laughs> They got whiplash right now or something. Right. They, they don't know. It's like, oh, you know, they had well, gotten to the car accident. They don't yeah. know what happened yet. Well, it's going to hit me if I see it. And I will watch <laughs> it just to see what it is. But I'll tell you, I just looking at the promos and the commercials, I'm like, yeah, this is not, this is not going to fly. Captain Kirk oh never tap gosh. danced on the bridge of the Enterprise. It was funny. I was scrolling through <laughs> some stuff. It's so funny you confirmed this because I was yes. scrolling through some stuff. And I didn't really have time to look at it. And I saw something about... Star, uh, Strange New Worlds musical, and I thought they were talking about like down the road. It was like uh-huh. a like they were going to do something down the road, maybe you know next season or whatever. And then you're telling me now that that I, like I said, I didn't read the story. I just I just kind of glanced over it. I was looking for other stuff. In fact, it's going to air not. It's going to air next Thursday, I think. Oh my gosh! Next Thursday. Oh my gosh! I may watch. I may have to watch that train wreck. I'll watch it for because you. that's going to see that's going to put that's going to be the final nail in the strange new world's coffin for me, <laughs> where I'll never go back to that show. Okay, okay, okay. So let's get back to to episode three with this time traveling star uh, Captain Kirk, yeah, and uh, Lieutenant Singh. Yes. What was that? what the heck was that? Well, okay. I mean, I know the story. I yes. mean, I understand the story, and I hope you guys, if you guys do watch that, I mean, you, you if not, go and check it out. But I mean, yeah. I understand what the idea was in the premise. This yeah. Captain Kirk is terrible. Yeah, I don't I don't like Paul. Look, I'm sure Paul Wesley is a fine actor and some of the other wor- projects that he's done. But I agree with you. I don't like this version of Captain Kirk that he's portraying because uh, the Captain Kirk that we are used to is the guy who is very braggadocious, the guy who struts his stuff, the guy who's very confident, especially around women, and the guy who, he's very machismo. He's the def, pure definition no, of but male. You're talking about like the uh, uh, William Shatner yeah. portrayed Kirk. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes, but there's a purpose to it. I mean, it's like, you know, he had, there. I don't know, how do you explain it? You know, he, he was very, he, could, he was embodied those things, but it's not like he was just out there to me, he was never just out there just doing this wildly. I mean, there was a purpose. He had there was a oh, uh, gotcha. he had a mindset, mm-hmm. and I mean, he was a captain of a ship, and he's taking mm-hmm. care of that ship. And it's not just like, hey, look at me, I'm just so you know, I'm so pop, I'm the popular dude on the gotcha. football team. Got you. He, gotcha. he. So what I'm saying is that there was a purpose for it. You know, Spock was the logical one. Yeah. Kirk was more of the emotional kind of like you know, just yeah. jump in and do it and not think about it. Yeah. But but it never came off okay. as annoying. Or right. or really rough or abrasive. So okay, I okay. So now you that see, you, yeah, yeah, now that I see where you're coming from, and here's here's my explanation for that. Okay, having seen the Paul Wesley version of Captain Kirk, this is my take on it. Okay, we are so used to the William Shatner Captain Kirk, but believe it or not, as great of a cultural character as Captain James T. Kirk is, we don't know a lot about him. We don't know a lot about his origins, where he came from. We've heard. Uh, rumors and bits and pieces of it in previous Star Trek episodes and movies. But so I think, and just my take off of it, is that they're, the creators are trying to show that different side of Captain Kirk from when he got his start, when, from his first beginnings. Okay. And, uh, I mean, take 
just take out of consideration for the fact that Chris Pine has played Captain Kirk in the J.J. Abrams films. That That's not what we're talking about here. Just forget that. Erase that guy from your mind. The Paul Wesley Captain Kirk that we're seeing in Strange and New that's not a, that wasn't a bad Kirk. No, no, no. Not a bad Kirk. But with this Paul Wesley Captain Kirk, obviously his adapt to his portrayal of Kirk is not like Shatner's was. It's a lot more even keel to some extent. It's more... Uh, he's an idiot. He's, yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, really, they're making yeah, him kind yeah. of like... like for, First, he, the first time we were introduced to him, yeah, he's kind of yeah. like he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, oh, I don't know. Right. And then this new, this other Kirk, which is supposed yeah. to be from like a different timeline, which I'm so sick of this timeline crap. I'm really getting tired of it. It's a key component of Star Trek, though. Well, I... It's the timeline. Yes, I will say the original yes. series. Yes, you're right. The original mm-hmm. series, you, you got a great point. The original series did have some time travel elements in it. Some great ones. Um... But what I'm saying is that they, but the characters were the same. Yes. They're, I'm tired of them mixing up the characters. Like this Captain Kirk would, never went to Earth. He never knew what Earth was, right? Oh, gotcha. He made yeah. mention in, in, this, in this episode. Yes. Uh, he never knew yes. what Earth was and all this. Yeah. The guy, but, but what it is too is it's the bad writing. The guy was all over the place. The, you know, it's like, well, one minute he's kind of, um, I know everything. And then the next minute he's like, well, there's no transitional moments. It's like, oh, he knows everything. Oh, but yet he doesn't. And, and you know, oh, he's sensitive gotcha. and he's isn't. So they, they tried to, essentially what they tried to do, I'm getting this deep dive on this episode. We es- are. Essentially what they tried to do is they made this love story between him and this uh, Lieutenant Singh, right? Yes. And, and they're trying to make this, there's this attraction. Yes. And it was like, it was it was almost disgusting. And I say that because there was the way they threw, it's like they try, the writing was terrible. There was no transitional moments. There was no reason for these two people. It's like, it's like when you see bad acting, like they're trying too hard to do something like she was trying too hard to say, Oh, I like him now. And mm-hmm. Oh wait, there's, I'm giving him a glance. I I'm interested in him yeah. now. And, but, and there's no reason for it. You know what I mean? Because he's eating a hot dog. I don't care if the guy, <laughs> It's right. like, oh, the guy's eating a hot dog. Oh, wait, he's attractive when he's eating a hot dog. I don't know what what so, is going on here. Something to consider is this, okay? Yes. So the character of Lieutenant Singh in Star Trek Strange New Worlds is um, is uh, is an ancestor of uh, Khan Noonien Singh. Yes. Who was one of Kirk's most... It's, which is stated in that episode. It's stated it in that, that episode. So just my guess is that maybe uh, the writers tried to create a relationship or some type of friction there between Paul Wesley, Captain Kirk, and Lieutenant Singh to make some kind of... Um, so Khan is the one, let's just say Khan would be the one from Wrath, Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan, yes. Uh, the, the movie. And when he's actually showed up in the original series. Yes. When actually, that's when Kirk actually uh, uh, put him... Mm-hmm. Uh, on that planet, ab- abandoned them on that planet. Yeah, so the episode you're talking about is from season two, I believe. The episode is called Space Seed, where they find Khan and his crew in a uh, in a 20th century derelict vessel. They're in cryostasis. They revive them. Khan tries to take over the ship. They find yeah. out later that he was a genetically bred dictator slash tyrant. And then, like you just said, when they overthrow Khan, they put him on a planet called Seti Alpha 5, where he and his crew are to be, um, where he and his crew are to be destitute and reprimanded for the rest of their lives. Yes, and, and so, then they come, and then they show back up in Wrath of, Wrath Khan, of Khan, which yeah. is where Khan ends up somehow. Uh, I can't remember if he gave a distress signal or how he pulled him in, but he did something. What wrong. happened was in Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, and Chekhov <clears throat> is a member of the crew, is the executive officer of the ship, the Starship Reliant, mm. and they are doing a survey of a planet called. 
uh, Seti Alpha 6. Oh, and that's when they find him. <clears throat> that's when they find him. And they find him because they beam down to Seti Alpha 6, expecting to explore this planet to test the Genesis device, when they don't know that Seti Alpha 6 is actually Seti Alpha 5. Because in the movie, Khan says to Chekhov, after he confronts them, that there was uh, an explosion that involved Seti Alpha 6. And when the mm. planet blew up, it shifted the orbit, the uh, the entire orbiting um, pattern of the solar system. Okay. And so SETI Alpha Five kind of became SETI Alpha Six. Oh, okay. See, I don't remember all that, but I do remember them yeah. putting those little bugs in the ear to mind control people. That, that now the big problem I have with that episode is that uh, Walter Koenig's character Chekhov was not even in the episode Space Seed. And what's interesting about that ah. is because when Khan sees him, he says. I never forget a face, Mr. Chekhov. And when he says that, I'm like, he was not even in the episode. Oh, my gosh. Yes. A plot hole discovered. Major right plot here. hole discovered. Wow. So not only, like, Chekhov was not in that episode. Walter Koenig didn't appear <laughs> in the original series. Now I got until, a problem with Wrath of Khan. Right. <laughs> Koenig did not, his character Chekhov didn't appear until three episodes, I think, after Space Are C you aired. kidding me? No, I'm not. Wow. So either Chekhov had the day off or he was still graduating from Starfleet Academy. Oh, man. But so, yeah. But so, yeah. Major plot hole there. But anyway, getting back to what we were initially talking about, I think they were trying to establish some kind of a relationship between Lieutenant Singh and the Paul Wesley Captain Kirk to draw a comparison or an allegory with uh, Khan Nunian Singh and, and Eric. Even at the end of that episode, you know, spoiler alert here, folks, that Lieutenant Singh actually confronts a younger Khan Nunian Singh with yes. the intent to kill That's him. That's her grandfather, correct? Her grandfather, yeah. But she can't kill him. Because she realizes that by killing him, she Kills. will she will alter the track of history, whether and it's kill good herself. or bad, and kill herself. Well, I mean, essentially, she would kill herself. But yeah, yeah I think what would. you're saying, she would. Yeah, it's like you can't alter. Yeah. And plus, it's just a child. I mean, it's just at, a at child. the point, yeah, that the, the child is an innocent child. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. it's not. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I you know I I don't know. I think it's really screwy. See, that's what I'm saying is they're really screwing with stuff here, mm -hmm. you know, with a different Kirk and with all this and they're trying to make it cutesy and it's yeah. it's really messing with stuff. I think <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I they know. need to they need to just say you know what, let's bring in Terry Metalis and have him fix this damn thing because it's I, to me it's kind of I only saw up to that episode. I don't know if yeah. it gets any better in the season. Mm -hmm. You would know that. Yeah. Um, but to me, it kind of fell off the rails uh, in a huge way. Okay. Um, two was bad, episode two, and episode three. You know, one was kind of like, okay, it's slow. All right, they're getting back into it. Yeah. Two, I was like, oh, man, again, we're going through this again. And then <laughs> three, I was like, what the heck is, you know, because I, I think it was just there was no chemistry between them. It was terrible. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, really, the story wasn't that bad. I think mm -hmm. the writing was terrible. I don't know. It's it's almost like they really forced things yeah. to try to put them in these situations and scenarios, <laughs> and, and it just didn't work. Well, keep in mind also, they're trying to market this Star Trek to a different generation. So the storytelling that this younger generation... Does this generation not like good acting and good storytelling and writing? Not anymore, I guess. <laughs> We're dealing with the TikTok generation here, my man. So, yeah, I don't know. But so I'm 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 going in with a, with a little bit more open mind. Okay. I'm still going to give... a little more it, hope? Yeah, because, again, I'm factoring in that 
this like Star Trek Strange New Worlds is part of a generation of Star Trek that is being marketed to a younger generation that's not familiar with some of these previous storylines that they are currently rehashing and touching basis on. Again. But I think they could do a better job of that, though. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, they could do a better job. You're right. But also at the same time, I came away saying from uh, from that episode, Eric, I said to myself, they're running out of out of time travel stories to tell here. Yeah. Because, oh, I think that the same. You know, you to know, be honest, that's what I felt too. I felt like yeah, they're just running yeah. out of story ideas. Period. Right. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you got to do something here. But um, so yeah, I'm still going to give it. Um, I'm still going to give it some room. I'm going to take it until uh, the end of the season because I think there's seven or eight episodes in this season. So what, what episode are they on right now? Uh, we're currently on an episode. I don't remember. Uh, what I don't like about this is that they don't have the title of the episode when it begins like they did with all the other Star Trek series. So I don't mm. know what the title of the episode is, but this is one where they're exploring. <laughs> it's, a, it sounds um, like a friend. This is the episode where the episode where Uhura and the enterprise this is where crew, Kirk eats a hot dog. All right. This is where <laughs> Kirk falls in love with his vile villains, uh grandchild. Well, yuck. But um, see now they, they portrayed, they portrayed uh, Kirk was, they portrayed actually Khan was almost like older. Right. I don't know. This is this is weird because if he's supposed to be frozen, <laughs> how does he get to be? He was a kid, and he's bred to be. I don't know. It, it, plot it's holes, but it, huge plot holes, man. You're at any right. rate, this okay. most recent episode that I'm watching right now has the crew of the Enterprise going into this nebula to uh, investigate this uh, this space station that apparently sent out a distress call of some kind, and Ohura hears these weird sounds. That makes her think she's going crazy. Mm. And it turns out these are sounds from, like, I guess an alien force that has uh, possessed the nebula. And so I haven't finished the episode yet. I'm not up to the end of it. But it's kind of intriguing a little bit. Um, there's some parts that go a little back and forth, and you have to really pay attention to keep up with it. But um, Well, I'm going to say this. You know, now the original the original series, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was in the 60s, and it, it got a little out there, too, to use a language back in those days. Man, that's out of sight, you know? Right? Damn it, Jim, that's I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> there, there, were a lot, there was a lot of episodes. And that's why when, right. when uh, Strange New Worlds when they did that last, was it the very last or the second to last episode last season where it was like in that fairy tale? Uh, for what the original series? No, no, talking about Strange New Worlds now. You know when they did oh. when they when they uh, when they did like this whole where it was a fairy tale it was the Doctor's daughter and but it was like this whole fairy tale she was creating but it was going oh, throughout yeah. the ship. That was towards the end of season one. Yeah, it was towards the end of season one. Yeah. And but anyway, they did that. And I thought, okay, that's kind of a kooky episode. All right, hey, you know that's all right. You know yeah. that's fine. You know, but now I, I maybe this is their thing. They're trying to do like a wild episode out of it towards the end, like they're doing this musical on this this season. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's like, it just seems like the storytelling, I had some hopes in the beginning mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, this is a whole season. We got to get to know these characters and Spock, Spock is there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, okay, he's going to be a little different, yeah. but you know, and I was enjoying all the, all the new, you know, but man, I, I don't know. Now it's kind of fallen okay. off for me, okay. unfortunately. Uh, you're gonna have to be the 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 go-to uh, expert, I guess. On All right, I'll, I'll take let, one let me for ask the you team. this. Okay, yeah. let me ask you this. Yes. After that one, did does it get any better? Really? And in all honesty. In all honesty, does it get any better with like the storytelling and the and the, and what they're what they're going through, uh, or is it kind of just eh, it's just hanging in there? In all honesty, it feels like it's flatlined. Okay, it yeah, feels that's what you know, I thought. I would like to see some episodes with a little bit more action in them, but yeah, it feels like it's just kind of plateaued and it's just kind of this. Going this is like this is this is Picard season two. 
You could say that, yes. Did they hire the same writers, I wonder? Well, Akiva Goldsman, who is one of the frontrunners of Strange New Worlds, also worked on Picard. Well, there as, you go. As a creator and a producer. There you go. And then, uh, let's see, Eugene Roddenberry, who was also a Gene's son, who was a producer on Star Trek Picard all three seasons, is also a producer on this one. Well, he better produce and Terry Metalis to get in here. I'm telling yeah, you. Right? Terry, listen to us, man. We need you. We need a now, savior I, here. I understand. You know, this this show is probably already being shot. I mean, it's already written and shot it by the time was. season three of Picard had came out. Yeah. So, you know, it was already, you're going to get what you get. Yep. But I, I'll bet you after they saw season three, the reaction to Picard, they probably want to go back and redo this season. I'm, I, I oh, who knows almost what guarantee they're thinking. you. I almost guarantee you. Who knows what they're thinking. But anyway. I don't know. Okay, hey, uh, moving on here. Um, <laughs> that was a deep dive. I, I didn't that think we were going to go that deep, long. Sorry. Deep, 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 <laughs> deep dive. See, but that, that's what I love, Jason, about talking to you about this stuff. Because you've got the history. You know, like I'm telling, like the whole con thing. I, I can't keep that history. <laughs> I could barely, I barely know what my cell phone number is. I can't keep all that in there. And man, it, you do such a great job of that. If, Thank if you. I haven't nerded myself out yet, I I just did it in one no, episode. You guys, of you guys out there in Thank podcasting you. land, do not know what a national treasure you have here with Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I get you. to sit here every day and just pick pick that brain. And man, <laughs> I, you. you know, like this and that, and you're telling me stuff I never even knew or never well, even thought of. So, man, that, you're amazing. Thank that's you. what I'm here for. You're welcome. And yeah. look, Star Trek's been a big part of my life. I'm only happy to to divulge all of it. So. Well, and you're not. I mean, not just Star Trek, man. You got your Star Wars. You got all that stuff going on. Thank man. you. Next topic, please. Next topic is uh, <laughs> let's get to Willy Wonka. Oh, yes. You saw the preview, right? I did saw what the, do you think? the preview. Not digging Timothy Chalamet as Willy Thank Wonka. Thank you. Sorry. Do not like it. I Look, I love Timothy Chalamet as an actor. I thought he was fantastic well, in the Dune remake. Yeah. And he's been good in some of the other stuff I've seen him in. <laughs> but I, look, first of all, we don't need another Willy Wonka movie. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Uh, secondly, I just don't like Chalamet as Willy Wonka. Now, mm. from a physical standpoint... Uh, I think he resembles Gene Wilder to some extent, who was in the original one. Yeah. But yeah, Eric, this one looks to be a little bit more eccentric to me. Uh, although, no, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct myself. Johnny Depp's version of Willy Wonka was a lot more eccentric than what Timothy Chalamet appears to be. It, mm. seems like the, it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, based on your feelings of what you saw from the preview, but it feels to me like they're trying to go a little bit of a darker route with this one, maybe? I, I think they're trying to go darker, but they're yeah. trying to make him... More. I, I don't know. I've never read the books, so I can't. I can't okay. um, compare the two. Maybe okay. the books go into more of his character, but it sure mm -hmm. seems like they're trying to make him more, if I would say, human. Okay, you know, um, you know, trying to show, you know, this is why Willy Wonka is the way he is. Right. To be honest, uh, I like I said, I haven't read the books. Mm -hmm. That that's on me. But as far as the, just. Uh, Comparing it to the original, sure, with yeah. Gene Wilder, and then even even the Johnny Depp version. I mean, I don't know. It's like I, I don't really need to know where he, how how people treated him bad or why he got to be where he was. The Johnny Depp did a good job where it showed his dad was a dentist and they like mm -hmm. he like shut uh, wired his jaw shut. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> that was, that's all I need to know about and, the guy. That's and look, it. And Christopher Lee was the dentist who wired his jaw shut. Really? I can't. Was he? Yeah. Oh my god. Christopher Lee, what, yeah. one of my favorite character actors of all time, was in that. Yeah. yeah I mean, so I. You know, in watching this, I don't know, man. I'm just like another, you know, we're talking about Disney a lot with the remakes, and this is another one. It's like another kind of remake ish. And I know they're trying to do their own thing, but I don't know, man. I don't need to see how all the big bad candy makers were mean to right. Willy Wonka and how he had to overcome that. That's great. Maybe, maybe it is for a young generation. Maybe this, this, this is kind of their moment, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the, the idea. 
I just like the idea of him being so mysterious, to be honest. Right, I, right. Uh, the Gene Wilder, and I did grow up with that version, so I yeah. am going to be biased. But I did like the mysterious Willy Wonka. I don't need to know everything, you know, like what brand of toothpaste he uses or anything. Yeah, right. You well, know? That, that, that's the main allure of Willy Wonka. He's a mysterious character. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, and the first, the first film did a fantastic job of concealing the character until the moment when we actually needed to know who he was. And then even when we saw him the first time, you were still mysterious about him because he's still very, very aloof, very guarded and very um, what's the right word to describe him? Very um, meticulous to some extent about a lot of things. Hmm. So the 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 mystery, the intrigue around the character still exists even after we see him for the first time. Yeah, true. Yeah, good point. I like that. I yeah. think it is at least with the Gene Wilder one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. And that was the whole idea, right? I mean, at least with the yeah. movie, like I said, did you ever read the book? Unfortunately, no. those were a few Roald Dahl novels that I never read. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, so I don't know if they go into a lot of his backstory, but I, I did like the, just the mysteriousness mm-hmm. of it. You know, yeah. I don't need yeah. to know how he makes the candy, just that it's there. That it's there. You know, that's and that the you get idea. that golden ticket if you yeah. get a candy bar, yeah. possibly. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe if, if uh, uh, what's the name of the actor? I'm sorry. Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Maybe if he would just be, you know, like, uh, you know, be more Dunish in this, you know. Right. And he was I great at spice. Too. Give me the sugar and yeah, the spice. Exactly. And you know, something else too. I thought he was French. Chalamet sounds like he was yeah, yeah. from French aristocracy. He was he's American, man. He was born here in the United States. Oh, no kidding, really. Yeah, no kidding. Well, like Shia LaBeouf, right? You think Shia LaBeouf? Well, I thought Shia LaBeouf was like a bakery at first or oh. something. When I heard, but yeah, a Shia, well, he sounds very, you know, very. That sounds French. Okay. Very yeah, French, yeah. Sounds French. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Terrible. Give me the Shia Let me sacre bleu, (laughs) right? Anyway, yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm maybe streaming. Not digging it. I'm not digging it. it. I'll stream it, but I won't go see it in the theater. Yeah, yeah. Same here. It doesn't look too good. Now, maybe if they come out with more previews, maybe it'll change our minds. Possibly. Possibly. At this point, doesn't look too good. Right. Um, We're uh, almost out of time here. Let's. uh, There's a story you had. Interesting story about. well, kind of a favorite, fan favorite, lovable TV character that might be coming back. Yay, yeah. So I posted a story that I saw very interesting about a very popular 80s sitcom that apparently is going to be resurrected by none other than Ryan Reynolds himself. And for those of you who are Gen Xers like Eric and I, you'll know that I am talking about a popular sitcom called ALF. Yes. ALF aired during the early to mid-80s, and uh, it was one of the most hilarious sitcoms that I can recall watching as a kid and the sitcom centered around this alien which was a puppet named Alf yeah and he was adopted by a human family the father's name was Willie and then their son's name I think was like Charlie or something if I remember I don't remember Mm. all the characters names but the point of the series was it was to kind of show the just an interesting dynamics of blended families in a way but I mean Alf was funny because he was trying to eat the family cat all the time and he would crack wise and say hey Willie get over here (laughs) You know, he had a lot of attitude and a lot of machismo to him. Well, I found this story on Entertainment Weekly where Ryan Reynolds is resurrecting him for his Maximum Effort channel. So, and the reason I found that is not only because we were running out of good content to talk about this week, folks. <laughs> I know, because but, of the writer, writer strike <laughs> right. slash actor strike. Writer strike is spoiling our mojo here. But because I remember watching Alf as a kid, Eric, and I used to crack up. And this, yeah. I think, where, 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 would it air on Monday or Wednesday nights? I don't remember for I don't, sure. Okay, yeah, I don't remember 
either. All I remember is just cracking up nonstop hysterically watching ALF. It was one of my favorite shows. And if Reynolds does bring it back, along with the creator, ALF creator Paul Fusco, like it says here in the article, I may try to find a way to watch this and give it a shot. It'll and be see interesting what it is. to see what they do. Yeah, ALF, yeah. Uh, you know, 2023, <laughs> 2024, whenever it, right, right. Uh, whenever it, it finally airs. But yeah, it'll be interesting right. to see what they do with it. That's the one thing, you know, that uh, with, with uh, TVs, movies, and stuff, yeah. When you have like a, a wise, and, that, and that's what's great about South Park, I think, mm-hmm. or even when they did, uh, oh man, what was the name of that puppet movie they did, the, the creators, Matt uh, Matt and Trey did. Uh, oh, you're talking about Team America? Team America. <laughs> oh, when you have, when you that have like bad. the, the when you have the, those kind of characters, they can get away with a lot and saying a lot of like not politically correct stuff, you know, oh, but, but being funny too. So, right. That's why you kind of bring those characters into shows and movies Blame because Canada. Yeah, so you can get away with a lot of things. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, because that was his, like you right. said, he was kind of a wisecracking guy that, you know, yep. would, uh, uh, alien that would uh, get yep. away with saying a lot of things. <laughs> right. Um, very, yeah, very funny show. I, what is this maximum effort thing? What is this guy doing? He's got a, he's got a, a cell phone company, Mint mm-hmm. Mobile. Yeah. Ryan exactly. Reynolds. He's got this TV channel. What is this guy doing? He's off the charts right now. Well, this is, this is part of Ryan Reynolds' attempt to kind of... Take over the world? Well, essentially, yeah. I guess you could say so. Ryan Reynolds has been very, very um, not not philanthropic. He's trying to develop more into an entrepreneur. Kind yeah, of business, like, business person. Yeah, like the just... way Dwayne The Rock Johnson is. Mm. You know, because Dwayne Johnson, in so much as being uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger of his time, the most popular action film actor of his time, or star, Ryan and Johnson has obviously branched off to be an entrepreneur to some extent in different facets of the entertainment industry. Yeah. And that's what Ryan Reynolds I is think trying mainly to do. Producer. Producing, right? Producing, yeah. Mainly producing and mainly yeah. funding films. And so that it seems like here, that's what Ryan Reynolds is trying to do. And by creating this channel that he has called, um, again, Maximum, Maximum Effort. Effort. Don't know what it's going to be about yet. The article doesn't really state. Yeah, now this channel, is it going to be a, yeah. a str- just like a streaming thing? Can you can you sign up for it that way? Or I wonder, or is it going to be, does it say anything about that? It says here. Or is it going to be on cable or what? Uh, it's going to be a show you'll be able to stream some new TV shows on, some possible old TV shows on as well. It doesn't go into depth. About- is it kind of like a Pluto TV or something maybe where they just play, they, they basically have ads and they, you know, they... Um, yeah, I think so. You can stream it for free, and then you know, and go and see old shows and and even some new ones. But right, exactly. Huh, interesting. And so apparently, Maxim- Freeform is another. Yeah, another I think service. it's. I think it's going to be more like Freeform than anything yeah. else. But it says here in the article, Maximum Efforts Marathon, dubbed the Alf Catterday Marathon because of the alien's famous hunger for cats. I just said that. We'll feature Alf episodes, the Alf starring sponsored content, and Maximum Efforts podcasts, the pod, spelled P-A-W-D, mm. cast. Not better than ours. Oh, here we go. Try. Right here it's, it's right here in the article. I should have looked down oh, a little yeah. bit further. The channel is available through uh, Fubo, Amazon, Freebie. LG Channels, Plex, Sling, Sling Freestream, Tubi, Tubi. Okay. Vita, uh, Vizio, Watch Free Plus, and Zumo Play. Oh, okay. So that's where that's where it's it's happening. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think he's try- I think he's in competition. Even though they're kind of on different sides of it, I think he's on competition with Elon. They're both trying to take over the world. They're just doing it with different platforms. So we'll see who, right? who wins first. Elon is X. This can be Z- maximum. Y? Oh, you know what? What about maximum uh, X Fert? Would that work if maximum. they combined? Oh, they maximum combined, expert. Expert hey. or Mac or yeah, like uh, I think you're onto something there. Yeah, 
What about maximum at, X? Or if it fails, they could just say X'd out <laughs> entirely <laughs> if it fails. All right, that's good. We'll, we'll leave Uh-oh. it on that one. Yep. We'll leave it on that Perfect one. time I to leave it. I can't do any better one. than that. No way. Hey, guys, thank you for uh, listening. We appreciate it. As always, check out our social media. It's uh, PTI, at PTI underscore podcast on Twitter at this point, maybe X at some point, and on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. All right. Hey, you guys take care out there, and we'll see you on the next one. Yep. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.